This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Wednesday the 28th of April. In your Sport Today, Aussie cricketers are stranded in India and it's confirmed Aussie Olympians will get vaccinated. Plus, the federal government commits to Brisbane's 2032 Olympic bid and the F1 are trialling a new format. All right, Gem, let's dive in. Aussie cricketers Adam Zampa and Kane Richardson have failed to return home after deciding to leave the Indian Premier League. Yesterday, Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced that flights to and from India have been suspended until May 15th as COVID numbers escalate to record figures with over 350,000 new cases yesterday. He said no exceptions would be made for the Aussie cricketers over other citizens. So, Jim... Will Zampa and Richardson still try to get home or will they return to the IPL? Reports say they'll still try to get home. As of last night, they're in Mumbai trying to organise a flight. For those that are still in the IPL bubble, including Steve Smith, Pat Cummins and Dave Warner, it does appear they have all the necessary protocols in place. Andrew Tai, who was the first player to announce their departure from the IPL, is back in Sydney and said on a TV appearance last night that the bubble is very safe and contained. Despite the COVID numbers, the IPL looks to be continuing as planned and will conclude on May 30th, which at this point, flights going back to Australia would be up and running. It's now confirmed that the Aussie Olympic team will be given priority to get the COVID vaccine prior to the Tokyo Games. The federal government announced last night, Gemma, that the vaccine would be given to around 2,500 people nominated by the Australian Olympic Committee and Paralympics Australia. Yep, Health Minister Greg Hunt said they want to see our athletes compete in Tokyo and return home safely, so they'll be getting either the Pfizer or AstraZeneca vaccine depending on their age. Sport Minister Richard Colbeck said that vulnerable Australians remain the absolute priority, but that the National Cabinet understands the pressure our high-performance athletes have been facing as the Tokyo Games draw closer and that they deserve the opportunity to compete. Without this change, most of the athletes would have fallen into a later phase of the national rollout gem, which isn't due to happen until much later in 2021. While we're on the Olympics, looking a little further ahead, the federal government has put their money where their mouth is when it comes to backing Brisbane's 2032 Olympics and Paralympics bid gem. It's been confirmed that late Monday Arvo, Scott Morrison agreed to a 50-50 split for the infrastructure costs of putting on the Games. And just in the nick of time too, Gem, as the Queensland government had to send off guarantees about their Olympic bid to the IOC to review that evening. (laughs) Right down to the wire. (laughs) I love a deadline. For anyone who's not fully caught up, Brisbane's 2032 bid to host the Olympics and Paralympics is all but a sure thing at this point with the IOC announcing back in February that they're the preferred candidate city. So basically, Greg, the next few months are spent finalising details. Morrison says the venture will be a genuine partnership between the federal and state governments with a jointly owned, funded and run infrastructure agency set up to oversee all projects. Funnily enough, both he and Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk used the term just get on with it when announcing the funding on Monday. Sounds like everyone's keen to get going. Palaszczuk said we may be able to expect an announcement on the 2032 Games by July, so hopefully we won't have to wait too long, Jim. 
The Formula One will trial a new format at three of this year's races as teams and bosses came to a unanimous agreement yesterday. In a typical event, the Friday is the practice session, Saturday is qualifying, which determines your starting position for the race, and Sunday is the main Grand Prix, with Sunday being the only opportunity for teams and drivers to attain championship points. So how will it work in the new trial format, Gem? So Friday will remain a practice session. Saturday's qualifying will be called sprint qualifying, which is a 100-kilometer race. That's about one-third the distance of a Grand Prix. It will last roughly half an hour and it won't require pit stops. The result will also determine the starting grid for the main Grand Prix on Sunday. Now, as you mentioned, Greg, typically only championship points can be gained in the main Grand Prix with the winner getting 25 points and lesser points all the way down to 10th place. But now the Saturday sprint qualifying will count for points as well, a little bit. The top three receive three, two and one point respectively. The format will be trialled at the British Grand Prix in July, the Italian Grand Prix at Monza in September, and the third is undetermined, but it's looking like it might be Brazil in November. Round three of the F1 is this weekend, the Portugal Grand Prix. It won't have any of these changes. It will have the existing format in place. Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen lead the way with one win apiece so far this season. AC Milan striker and Swedish national footballer Zlatan Ibrahimovic is under investigation for alleged ties to a betting company. UEFA, European football's governing body, announced yesterday it has appointed an ethics and disciplinary inspector to look into it, Gem. Yeah, that's right. They're looking into his connection with a company called BetHard after a Swedish newspaper reported he's a part owner earlier this month. Players aren't allowed to have a financial interest in companies that conduct gambling on football, Greg. So if found guilty, Ibrahimovic is up for a fine of just under 110000 Aussie dollars and would be banned from any football-related activity for a maximum of three years. Yeah, that would put his 2022 Qatar World Cup hopes in jeopardy and also his one-year contract extension with AC Milan, which would take him past his 40th birthday. No timeline has been set for the investigation's findings. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. You might have heard of NFL star Rob Gronkowski, or Gronk as he's known, and he's won four Super Bowls and he's mates with Tom Brady. But he'll go down in the history books for a new reason too. Now, Jem, he's got a Guinness World Record for the highest altitude catch. Gronk caught an American football dropped from a helicopter hovering 600 feet in the air. That's just over 180 meters. We've got a video of the feat. We'll link it in the episode notes. It looks more like an incoming missile, probably, than a football gem. (laughs) I'd be getting out of its way. I wouldn't be trying to catch that one. (laughs) So my catch this is actually a correction of yesterday's catch this, which our savvy football fans would have picked up. I made a mistake. This week, today and tomorrow's 5am games are only the first leg of the Champions League semifinals. And so far today, at the time of recording, it's one all between Real Madrid and Chelsea. The second legs are on next week on the 5th and 6th, so then Greg will know who's in the final. My bad, everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> the good news is this still means plenty of top-rate soccer to watch next week and in tomorrow's Paris Saint-Germain and Man City game at 5am on Optus Sport. Well, it's good news. More football. And finally, Jim, Sport Today is launched, it's found an audience, and now we're looking to hire someone who can take on hosting duties and help us grow. 
So if you're sport obsessed, have experience as a journalist, producer, or communicator, we'd love to hear from you. To apply, send an email to hello at thesquiz.com.au with a short blurb on why you want to work with us and include your CV. My tip, make sure to highlight the depth of your love for sports news. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow. 